It is Thanksgiving week and so many of us are going into this week feeling full of dread and stress and overwhelm because we've got family members who stress us out. We have to be in a million places. There's a million things to do. We don't want to be around certain people because their presence just feels like nails down a chalkboard and makes us so uncomfortable. So here is what we are going to do in today's episode. I have three simple, super easy to apply self-care strategies that are going to help you thrive through this holiday season. And these are things that you can do at the Thanksgiving table when your stress goes to level 10 to help calm yourself down. It's super discreet. It's just for you to help yourself in the moment. So if you are finding yourself in a place right now where you are feeling that dread, that stress and overwhelm, let's dive into this because I've got some really powerful tools to help right now. Welcome to the Confidence Lounge Podcast, where we cover all things confidence in life and business. I'm your host, Elise Conroy, and I'm on a passionate mission to help thousands of women across the world feel more confident from the inside out, because not on my watch am I ever going to watch another woman do insecure life and business again. So if you're ready to become your most confident self, mama, or businesswoman, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. So grab your favorite beverage, get nice and comfy, and get ready to receive today's confidence injection. Happy early Thanksgiving to all of my U.S. listeners. How we feeling, friends? What are y'all doing to celebrate Thanksgiving this year? And most importantly, what are we feeling grateful for right now in our lives? I think that is such a beautiful question to ask yourself going into this amazing holiday. This is one of my favorite times of the year. It's just such a beautiful time to stop and reflect and ground in before the new year. So we are actually doing nothing this year. This is our second year in a row of not hosting, which is so foreign for me. Usually we host and it's like 30 to 40 people in our house. It's usually crazy. I go down Pinterest rabbit holes and stress myself out because I've got to have all the appetizers and all the dishes. And it is such a relief that I am not doing that again for the second year in a row. So last year, Micah was only a month old. This year, it seems like most of our family is out of town. So I'm just having my parents over. My husband's going to be here with the baby. And we're just going to have a really nice, chill Thanksgiving. I'm so excited about this because we have a busy next couple months coming up. So here, I have to tell you all about this because I'm so excited. So I'm turning 40 in December. And at the end of this month, we are starting a month-long birthday extravaganza. (laughs) We are taking three trips. We are starting off with a beautiful glamping trip at the beach. Then we are going to wine country and celebrating there for this beautiful Christmas festival that's going on. We have a little cottage in wine country in the town of Solving. It's such a beautiful little Dutch town. If you're in California and you've never been there, you have to go. It is so beautiful, especially during Christmas season. And then we are finishing this whole extravaganza with a bash at a luxury resort in the Dominican Republic. So that is how we are going to be ringing in the new year and just really starting this 40th trip around the sun in style. And this is literally the epitome of me living my best life. All I want to do is travel and go and enhance my portfolio of life experience. And we're going to be doing that in three very incredible ways, all very different, but and it's just going to be my husband and the baby and I. So it is going to be so exciting. And I need to reserve energy for this. So we're, we're also going to be doing that this Thanksgiving by not overexerting ourselves via hosting because I've got to prepare. I've got to keep my energy high so I can be fully present to live my best life during all of these three upcoming birthday events. So so what are you all doing this week? I want to know, are you feeling stressed right now? Because if so, I've got you. You are exactly where you're supposed to be because what we are going to be talking about today are three very simple tools that you can use to help yourself get relief from the moments that bring us stress during the holiday season. And I have to highlight, there are two 
two of the tools that are going to be included in our upcoming launch of the Stress Melting Toolkit. Doesn't that just sound delicious? I literally was thinking about what I wanted the artwork to look like for the cover of this, and all I could think about is a strawberry going into melted chocolate. So that's what the cover art is, and it just literally has a delicious vibe to it. I was thinking of the energy and that delicious word. It just kept coming to me because when I think about when we're in a place of living in that perma daily stress cycle, life does not feel delicious. It does, it does not feel juicy. It does not feel exciting to live. We're in survival mode. So we want to get out of that place and step into living this most fabulous element of life. And I'm going to be helping you do that in such a powerful way with five stress melting strategies that are going to be included in this free toolkit. So if you want in on this, it hasn't launched yet. It's coming very soon. Send me a message on Instagram. P.S. I'm back on Instagram. I know, I know. But <laughs> you, can, you can find me at your soul makeup. Send me a DM and say, give me my toolkit and I will add you to the launch list and it will hit your inbox as soon as it goes live. You are going to freaking love this. I'm just putting so much love into it. This is something I thought of a few months ago and I haven't rushed it, but I wanted it to come out during the holiday season to support you. So oh, just, yeah, you want in on this. Okay. So first and foremost, who, raise your hand, is feeling dread going into this week? If that is you, my first self-care strategy is for you. So I want you to think about if you're in a place right now where you are thinking about a specific aunt in your life, and she is just like an energy vampire to the fullest. She asks you questions that just make you cringe. Every time she starts walking towards you, you want to have an anxiety attack because you just don't want to talk to her. Maybe you have family members who are asking, well, when are you getting married? When are you having a baby? I hated all of that shit before I got married and had a baby. So I see you if you are in that place. Maybe people are going to ask you about your job and things aren't going well at work right now. And the last thing you want to do is talk about your crappy job. Or maybe people want to know about your relationship and maybe things aren't going well there either. And you don't want to talk about why they're not there because you guys just had a massive fight last night, right? Maybe it's something to where you go to your family's dinner table and it's very politically charged conversations or conversations about religion. And they're like, oh, why didn't you go to church? Blah, blah, blah. You need to come back to church. Oh, you should be a Republican. You should be a Democrat, blah, 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 right? There's a lot going on in this world. There are a lot of triggering questions that come up during the season. There's a lot of times we are forced to be around people that we wouldn't necessarily spend time with if it was up to us. So if you are in a place right now where you are dreading going to your family's events. And maybe it's your significant other's family events. Maybe you don't enjoy the presence of their family and that just makes you cringe and want to jump out of your skin. Here is how we're going to get ahead of this. So the first self-care strategy I want to talk to you about, we're going to call the bounce. (laughs) So we're going to bounce away the dread and the stress. So this what I want to offer you is a stress clearing ritual. That is how we're going to start this. And what this is designed to do is help you get ahead of the stress. You're going to do this now. We're not going to wait to do this until all of a sudden we're in the moment. The stress is already at a 10. This is a preventative strategy to help get you out of your head, to stop the stress cycle, to stop all those racing stress thoughts that are creating that elevated stress and dread in your body. So this is a preemptive strategy to help you as you are going into all of the holiday events that are coming through you know, Thanksgiving and through Christmas and New Year's and thankfully they end after that, right? (laughs) Okay. So here is how the stress cleansing ritual works. And this is one of the strategies that is going to be included in the toolkit. So this is a very brief overview of it. If you want to go deep into this, you definitely want to subscribe to get that toolkit. Definitely send me the message on Instagram at your soul makeup. Say, give me my toolkit and this will be delivered to your inbox as soon as it goes live. So here's how this works. The first thing that you're going to do is you're going to journal on using this prompt. What is bringing me stress right now and why? 
And how I want you to do this is I want you to use the practice of automatic journaling. If you are new to this practice, the way that automatic journaling works is you essentially let all of your thoughts just flow through you. Imagine this being like turning on a mental faucet and you don't turn off the faucet until it runs dry. So what your brain is going to be tempted to do is to stop and pause and start reflecting on each of the thoughts. And now all of a sudden you're going to be judging things and you're going to be shaming yourself and you're going to end up with more dread and more stress. We don't want to do that. The whole idea of automatic journaling is to allow yourself to freely think and just get everything out. Consider this like dumping your brain. (laughs) You are just getting everything out. And what this is going to do is create a beautiful mental stillness because you're going to empty out the thoughts that are racing in your mind, creating that stress and getting you into that stress cycle, which then manifests in dread. So we want to get out all of those thoughts ahead of time. You can go back and make sense of this afterwards, but do not stop in the moment and make sense of anything. Just get it out. Let your hand just run freely onto the paper, or you can do this in the notes section of your phone. You can type on your laptop, whichever you prefer. There's no right or wrong way, but I love to do this on paper. It's a very powerful release for me because sometimes I'm writing with so much fury, my hands sore afterwards, I just got it all out. And then I feel this beautiful release on the other side of it. So what I want you to do is once you have all of your thoughts out, you're starting to feel that mental stillness, you're feeling your stress level come down. I want you to either tear the page out of your journal if you wrote it down, or I want you to print it out. So if you did it in the notes section to your phone, email your journal entry to yourself and then print it out. Or if you did it on your laptop, just hit print and then I want you to burn it or tear it or you can shred it because what this is going to do is start to make an even deeper conscious release from the thoughts that are creating dread in your body. You're literally saying, okay, I'm tearing this up. I'm burning this and watching it reduce to ash. I'm watching it shred and getting the satisfaction of seeing all of these terrible thoughts go through the shredder, right? So This is a really beautiful way to just say like, hey, I'm consciously releasing these thoughts. I don't want these to be a part of my reality at this moment. I'm letting it go. And you're going to feel so much lighter on the other side of this. And then what I like to do is a quick visualization. And this is something where I'm going to offer you a full visualization practice in the stress melting toolkit. But I like to actually visualize the thoughts floating away. So I'll picture them going into a balloon. And then I picture myself holding the string of the balloon. And then I picture myself cutting the string of the balloon and literally just watching the thoughts float away. And that creates such a beautiful separation between me and the thoughts. And then there's this levity where I'm like, oh, I just feel so much lighter because these thoughts are no longer burning me and weighing me down. Because think about what happens when we get stuck in the cycle of overthinking. It gets heavy. And then as we overthink more and more and more, we're just adding more stress-based thoughts, more problems to solve, more dread, more feelings of just feeling out of control. And that starts to feel so heavy. So think of a light balloon just floating away, carrying all of your stressful thoughts away. And then you're free of that heaviness. You're free of that weight of all of those stressful thoughts that you don't want to think that are creating that feeling and burden of stress and dread in your body. So The last step of this is I want you to go to the sink after you're done. So you've done your automatic journaling. You have either ripped up the paper, burned the paper, or shredded the paper. And then you've done quick visualization to separate yourself from the thoughts and consciously saw them floating away from you and cut ties energetically with them, right? The last step in this is I want you to go to your sink and I want you to wash your hands with salt. Are you like, oh my God, Elise, you're crazy. (laughs) Okay. So 
A healer that I worked with once told me when I have a heavy session with a client to go wash my hands with salt afterwards, because salt is something that is known to reduce negative, negative energy, right? And whether that's a woo-woo concept or not, I definitely feel better when I go wash my hands with salt. And whether that is, I feel better because I'm thinking, okay, I'm separating myself from this heavy experience that I just had, and I'm consciously releasing myself from it. And it's the intention behind it. And salt is just the vehicle of helping me, you know, bring that intention to life. Whether that's true or not, I don't care. I know when I was developing beauty products, we did a lot of formulation with salt because salt also deionizes. There's a lot of beautiful benefits to using salt within a practice. So call it woo-woo, call it weird, but try it. Why not? If it's going to help reduce negativity in your life and help you to consciously release connection to something that is no longer serving you, why not try it, right? Like I love just trying things sometimes when they sound totally crazy. And I remember this sounded totally crazy when my healer first told me about this. But then afterwards, I remember my hands feeling lighter. They almost felt tingly. I was like, oh, that actually felt really nice. So now I keep a jar of Himalayan sea salt next to my sink at all times. So if I do have, let's say it's a very uncomfortable conversation with my partner or somebody in my family, maybe Micah is just having a level 10 day where I am just stressed to the max. Maybe I'm having stress about my parents and, uh, you know, all of their craziness happening with their cancer diagnoses, or I have a really intense session with a client where maybe it was a very emotionally charged session. We were doing a lot of feeling work. So to uh, detach myself from that and to move on with my day from a place of conscious intention, I'll go wash my hands with salt. And it's such a beautiful thing to just bing, bang, boom. Okay, done, right? So that is how this works. Let me recap this one more time so you have it. So you're going to journal on what is bringing me stress and why. You're going to print it out or tear it out. And then you're going to shred it, burn it, or actually tear it apart. Then you're going to visualize your stress melting away. And then you're going to wash your hands with salt. So that is the stress clearing ritual. So that is a way to, is a preemptive strike to help yourself no longer stay attached to the stress and dread cycle and actually consciously release that before you go into the holiday. So this is a way of teaching your brain to let go of stress before it builds and really separate yourself from your stress source, which the stress source in this case would be Thanksgiving and your family members or whatever they're going to ask you, right? And this is going to help you consciously release that stress in your body. So I want to offer you a couple additional tips to help yourself in the moment when you're sitting at that Thanksgiving table or when all of a sudden Aunt, you know, Nancy, I don't know why I always say Aunt Nancy. If you have an Aunt Nancy and you love her, I'm sorry that I keep using her name, but let's say Aunt Nancy's coming at you and all of a sudden you're like, oh no, oh God, you want to turn into a track star and just run in the other direction. I want to give you some in the moment tips to use in, to help yourself go through that to where if the stress does spike, you know what to do with it. Okay. So first, when the unwanted questions come, Here is what I want you to do to get ahead of this. I always tell my clients to have an update prepared. So think of this like an elevator speech. Here's what's going on at work. Here's the recap of this last year. Here's all the amazing things that are going on in my life. Because let's be real, people just want to hear about the good things. So if you already have all of that prepared, what that's going to do for them is they're going to be like, cool, I got everything I needed to know. And that is going to reduce the chance of them offering you more unwanted questions, right? Because sometimes when you leave that door open, they're going to go in, they're going to just strike while the the iron taught. They're going to be like, okay, she's giving me juice. I'm going to go in here. And next thing you know, they're like gossiping in your family. Like, oh, I was talking, I was talking to her and you now she's having all these problems with her partner and she's having all this issue at work. Like, is she ever going to succeed in life? Okay. We don't want any of that. So for those of you that are oversharers, stop it. Stop it. This is energy leaking at the highest level. You do not owe anybody an explanation for where you are at in your life. So stop telling people more than they need to know. Don't overthink it. Don't feel pressure to overshare. Stop giving people 
people an all-access pass to every detail of your life. This is so key in creating peace during the holidays. So have your elevator pitch prepared. Here's your biggest wins of the year. Here's what you're looking forward to for next year. Here's a trip that you took that you want to share about. And here's some pictures on your iPhone that you want to show them, right? Like literally just get ahead of this. I think having a little pitch prepared is so powerful to help yourself stay in control of the conversations. I love having conscious conversations like this. This for me is so much fun because then it is so, once again, it's such a beautiful way to reduce the chance that all these unwanted questions are going in and people are just going to go in on you. And now it feels like you're being attacked and you're being judged and you're just being crucified. Now people are lecturing you like, no, get ahead of it. You control the narrative in this dialogue. You get to decide what you engage with in terms of conversation. And if you don't like where are the conversations going, that leads me to my next tip. Okay, I want you to create your bounce strategy. <laughs> so always have a bounce plan. My husband and I do this very intentionally. So when somebody is coming at you and you don't want to share energy with them, you don't want to share airspace with them, you don't want to share a conversation with them, I want you to always have a bounce plan prepared. So let's say Aunt Nancy comes to you and she's like, oh, so tell me about your boyfriend. And you're like, oh yeah, everything's great. Oh my gosh, I forgot I was supposed to help so-and-so with something. I'll be right back. Are you ever going to come back? Probably not. <laughs> Does she need to know that? No, right? I always know where the exit is. I always know at some point how to remove myself from a situation that I don't want to be in. This is something I started doing way back in my corporate days when I worked in a cubicle because I had what I called cubicle invaders come to my cubicle all the time and they wanted to gossip about their day. They wanted to spread all of their negativity on me and I literally would give myself an out every single time, whether that was going to the bathroom, whether it was, oh shoot, I know it was this time I had a meeting I needed to go to and I would run away, right? Like literally give yourself an active out. So I have safe words with people when I'm going into social situations because I get social anxiety. So does my husband. So this is something where we consciously work on this. This is something my best friend and I started years ago when I would bring her on my business trips with me and I would get stuck talking to somebody I didn't want to be with. So I would, she, she would see the look on my face. I'd give her the look, right? And our safe word to each other was, I have allergies. So she, you're probably like, Elise, this is crazy, right? So she would come up and she'd be like, oh, my allergies are acting up. And I'd be like, oh my God, let me go get you a Claritin. And then I would say to the person that I'm talking to, hold on one second, I'll be right back. I have to go get her a Claritin. And I would literally release myself from a conversation that I did not want to be in. I am in full control over who I share energy with. You are too. You get to decide in the given moment if you want to end a conversation with somebody that you don't like talking to. You are in full control over that. So have a safe word with somebody. It can be something so silly to where you know automatically somebody's got your back and if if you do what my husband does sometimes my husband will see me struggling and I'll throw him the look I'll throw him the safe word and then he'll be like ha 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 karma remember when you didn't do that for me <laughs> we do that sometimes but when you are truly in a situation like my husband knows he'll see me and he'll be like oh god she's drowning over there I have to go save her right like have that relationship with people have an open dialogue going into it and just be honest and say like hey if you see me get stuck with Aunt Nancy like throw me a lifeline say the safe word ask me if my allergies are acting up and then help me <laughs> help save me with a Claritin right so this is a strategy okay this is a, something very intentionally that you can do once again nobody has to know that you are doing it it's not to be an asshole to somebody it's not to be mean it's just to protect your own energy and your own well-being in the moment. Okay, the last additional tip that I want to offer you, and this is also something that I'm including in the Stress Melting Toolkit, is a sensory 
activation to help you create calm. Now, if you've never heard of this activation before, the way that this works is any moment you are in a period of peak stress. So let's say somebody asks you a question at the dinner table and all of a sudden your stress spikes. The way that you do this is in the moment. This is an in the moment stress melting strategy. So the way that you do this is you activate your five senses. So what you're going to do is you're going to look at something. So you're going to activate your sight. You're going to listen for something by activate your, activating your hearing. You're going to activate your touch by feeling something. You're going to activate your scent by smelling something, and you're going to activate your taste by tasting something. So what this is going to do is take you out of your stress response cycle and tune you back into the present through a sensory experience. So here's an example of how this is how this works, right? I see a cup of water. I hear music playing in the background. I touch my soft sweater. I smell the turkey cooking. I taste my pumpkin spice latte. And what I like to do is tap my five fingers as I do this because it's keeping me present in the moment of activating my senses, which is stopping the stress cycle. So when we get too much into, oh my God, I can't believe she's asking me this. And now it's panicking of like, oh, my family's going to judge me. We've now gone into the future and it's then triggering stuff from your past. We, you've already lost, you've lost control, right? So by being in control and creating your calm in that moment through engaging your senses, it's putting you back into control of your life and your calm in that moment. So this is something you can do. Literally just have your hands under the table. I see, I touch, I hear, I smell. I see, I touch, I hear, I smell. I see, I touch, I hear, I smell. And you can do this as many times as you need to. Just have this replaying as a narrative in the back of your mind to help you get back into control in the moment. So if you love that, oh my God, you're going to love so much more of what I have. I have a whole sensory area of the stress melting toolkit. It is so juicy. That is going to teach you how to use your senses as a way to reduce your stress. Oh my God, you're going to love it. Okay. So that is your first self-care strategy is to do the bounce. (laughs) Okay. So strategy number two is to support all of you out there who feel like you have to say yes. So we're going to talk about boundaries. So strategy number one was about doing the bounce. Strategy number two is protecting your time and energy via boundaries. So did you know that you can say no to going to Thanksgiving dinner? You can say no to going to a holiday party. You can say no to Friendsgiving. (laughs) There was a point in my life where I did not realize that that was an option. So if you are in that place right now and you didn't realize that was an option, I want to offer you that permission slip that someone offered me years ago because this permission slip that that person handed me truly changed my life because I did not realize that I had the power to say no. I was such a people pleaser. I could not live with the guilt of disappointing somebody. I could not handle if somebody was mad at me. So of course I had to say yes because I didn't want to disappoint anybody. I had to say yes, right? So I don't do things anymore that aren't a full body hell yes. If someone says that I have to do something and I don't want to, I decline with love. Maybe it's the rebel in me. I hate being told I have to do things. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> now now you're saying I have to do this? Absolutely not. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Like I think about this situation where somebody was trying to control the guest list to an event that I was creating and this was a very personal event and they really, really, really wanted somebody to be there. And I said, no, because why am I going to have somebody who I don't enjoy their company at an event that is deeply personal to me, one of the biggest moments of my life? Like, absolutely not. You don't get to control that for me. So I don't do things in my life that people say that I have to do. I just don't. And I protest in that way, right? Because think about when somebody says you have to do something, think about how that feels in your body. It creates so much stress, so much pressure. And here comes the dread. That is obviously what we just talked about, right? So Who's saying that you have to? Is it your mother-in-law? Is it your husband? Is it your mom? Is it your dad? Is it your kids, right? Like who, who is saying that you have to do these things? And would you be willing to disappoint that person? Mm, 
Hard question, right? So I'm very willing to disappoint people at the risk of letting them down by putting myself first. And to some of you out there, that might sound selfish. To the person that thinks that sounds selfish, I want you to think about this as the most loving invitation to apply the same boundary in your life to protect your own time and energy. Because if you're thinking that that is selfish, I'm guessing you're out there saying yes to everything and then you're feeling depleted at the end of the day with no time for you, right? Is that sounding familiar? Because what ends up happening next is we get very resentful and we get very bitter and we get very overwhelmed and we get into a place where it's like you never have time for yourself. You're always coming in last on your list. You're angry because everybody else always has to come first. So why why is it selfish to put yourself first? Who told you it was selfish? Who told you that that was a bad thing? Other than society conditioning us as women to be selfless, right? To to see that as a admirable thing. And I think about the, the part in the Barbie movie, which P.S. this might be a spoiler. So if you haven't watched this yet and you plan to, turn this off for just a second. But there is a point where America Ferreira goes on this complete tangent at the end of the movie talking about how it is impossible to be enough as a woman because we are tasked to do every single thing to give to go above and beyond and there's never enough for us at the end of the day so I help women that I work with one-to-one I teach them how to say no from a place of love and empowerment not guilt and stress right because we keep focusing on other people and their needs and making sure that they have everything that they need and then we're depleted at the end of the day. So we say yes because we are too afraid to let other people down to not do the things because that's how we're so used to operating. So when I work with women one-to-one, we keep other people's thoughts and feelings a them thing without making it a you thing. And when you learn how to make that shift, my friend, ooh, that is one of the most powerful shifts that you can make in your life because you're never going to make another decision in your life via guilt and the fear of disappointing somebody else. You're only going to be making decisions in your highest, you know, that are going to serve you at the highest level, right? In your highest power at the, the place where you are literally just thinking about how is this going to refill my cup at the highest level? How is this going to be in service to living my best life? Life, that is how you're going to be making decisions versus being making decisions through the pace, place of people pleasing, right? So, so many of us are living in a place right now where we say yes to things that we really want to say no to because we feel like we have to. That mode of operating ends right here, right now when you coach with me, right? So whether it's through us having this conversation in the podcast, whether it's you hiring me as your coach and me teaching you how to do this on a very deep level, consider this conversation your first permission slip to say no. Because I want you to feel so empowered and feel like saying no is the most loving gift that you can give to yourself. Not something that is wrong or something you should be shamed for or something that you should feel guilty for. I think about that movie, what was it called? Four Christmases with Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn, where they always dipped out on the holidays because they didn't want to go to their four family Christmases because their family stressed them out so bad. And then they got busted on the news because there was travel delays and their families ended up seeing them after they had lied to their families, right? Like imagine being in a place where you didn't have to lie to your family, where you could literally just say no from a place of love and they could be disappointed with you. They could be upset, right? But you say no from a place of empowerment and love to protect your time and energy. This is you having your back at your highest level, you're okay disappointing somebody. Is that going to, you know, is it going to feel uncomfortable in the beginning? Yeah, but that's a growth. To sit in the discomfort that comes along with doing what's right for you at the risk of letting everyone else down is such a powerful growth opportunity. And so many of us are not willing to overcome that, that, you know, discomfort in our bodies. So you continue to stay in that life of people pleasing. You continue to keep going to things that you want to say no to. And the whole time you're there, you just want to crawl out of your own skin and you're so bitter and so resentful. You hate every second of it. Why do you want to keep doing that? You don't have to keep doing that. So here's a couple questions to ask yourself to tap into 
really getting into alignment with your full body hell yes and your full body hell no because this is a skill and this is something I also teach women how to do because for me that's such a guiding compass in my life I really trust my intuition I allow my body to speak to me because sometimes the vibration in my body is so powerful that I can't tune that out and when it's that powerful I it it either guides the yes or the no and it makes it so easy it takes all the drama out of decision making so I want you to ask yourself when you're thinking about whatever situation you're going into this holiday season that is bringing you stress, right? So if you are feeling like you have to say yes to going to something, I want you to ask yourself the question, and this, this is going to be a hard one, right? Will going to this refill my cup and fill me with joy? Oof. What vibrated in your body when you asked yourself that question? Was it, yeah, you know what? Okay, I get that it's going to be uncomfortable, but this is going to be worth it because I want to see my family. And yeah, it's going to be challenging to talk to Aunt Nancy, but I'm so excited to see my mom and dad and my sister. It'll be worth it, right? Was that what came up? Or was it a full body hell no where you literally felt that excruciating just pins and needles in your body? You felt like, oh, I just want to jump out of your own skin because you felt so uncomfortable. If you felt the full body hell no, why not honor that? Why not take a chance for the first time in your life and honor the no that just came up and go do something incredible instead. Maybe instead of going to your family's Christmas or uh, Thanksgiving dinner, you go with your husband and your kids and go do something on your own as your own family unit. And instead of feeling so stressed and just be sitting at the, the Thanksgiving dinner tables, your family fights over the same fight and rehashing the same memory a million times. And then this person calling this person a bitch and this person storming out. Why not just get yourself out of that situation altogether and go do something that is going to fill your cup with so much love and so much joy and so much energy as as opposed to being in a situation where you know you're going to be depleted and you know you're going to need to talk to your therapist afterwards and you know you're going to need weeks to recover, right? You don't have to say yes to things you have a full body hell no response to. Really feel that. And if your body's saying, but I have to, Elise, why? Who said? Who said you have to? So when you get really good to tapping into asking yourself questions and letting that vibration in your body guide your decision making and allowing that intuitive feeling to really be your North Star to help you make the most empowered decision for yourself, this is such a powerful way to build self-trust and confidence at the highest level. I also want you to think about if you had a full body hell no and you have that guilt coming in and you're worried about disappointing somebody and you know your mom's going to be mad at you if you say no, right? I want you to think about what will saying no create for you? Would it be time? Would it be energy? Would it be overall life satisfaction and a better life experience? Would it be remarkable memories to fill your memory bank with? Would it be something to where you have photos in your photo album that every time you're having a bad day, you can look at that picture and think, God, I'm so glad I said no to the fighting at mom's house. And we went to the beach instead and had a crazy experience of eating turkey in the sand and listening to the waves. And it was just like the most soul cleansing, cathartic day that was pressure free. And it was so much fun. And every time you have a bad day, you go back and look at that memory, right? When you can get into a place where you can see the benefit of your no and see how that's going to be the best decision for you, I want you to attach to that vision because what that's going to do is help you in the moments when the guilt and the discomfort comes in. Because if you're new to doing this and you're new to boundary work and you're new to saying no for the first time in your life, especially if you've lived your life as a people pleaser like I did, this is going to be normal that the guilt and the discomfort comes in. You know, you might have that moment 
where let's say you do decide to say no and you say, okay, we're going to go to the beach instead. And then all of a sudden your mom calls you and she's like, your sister was planning on you being there. And how dare you? You're going to let her down and you're going to live with yourself and not see the kids and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden the guilt's going to come and you're going to be so tempted to be like, yes, okay, fine. We'll come. Okay, it's going to feel 100% worse to make the decision and go through the initial discomfort of saying no and letting people down to then have to go through that all over again by saying yes, right? You're going to feel so much worse if you just keep making and unmaking the decision. So honor your decision. Stay connected to the life experience that you know you're going to offer yourself by saying no and how incredible it's going to feel to be at that beach. Pressure-free, guilt-free, no fighting, just love, just taking beautiful pictures of these incredible memories, seeing your kids run around so carefree, seeing your husband smiling because he doesn't have to deal with Aunt Nancy bitching at your dad about who knows what happened in their childhood, right? In that moment when your mom's trying to guilt you, you're going to picture that instead of honoring the guilt. And that's what's going to keep you committed to living your best life in that moment, right? And saying saying no to something that does not serve you and staying connected and committed to the yes that does serve you. So When you say no, this is setting a boundary with yourself. Boundaries protect your time, your energy, and your wellness. Boundaries are your protection from unwanted stress. So apply boundaries as needed and do not feel guilty for holding them. I truly feel that boundaries are one of the most powerful self-care tools that nobody talks about, right? It's like when you think of self-care, you don't think about applying boundaries. That's like not a normal conversation that we have. So that is your strategy number two, is applying boundaries to protect your beautiful time, energy, and your wellness, okay? All right, so now self-care strategy number three is for all of my ladies out there who are feeling overwhelmed about how much you have to do right now. So maybe you're like me and you're hosting and you feel like you need to have the perfect Pinterest holiday. Maybe you have a bunch of dishes to prep to take to this family event and to go to this family event and this family event. You got to bake the cookies and you got to do the pies and all the things, right? So maybe you have five different events that you have to be at while still working, while still caring for the kids. If you're like me and you live in LA, then you have to deal with traffic on top of it, right? I know my holiday commute used to stress me out so bad that I actually would take the day off of thanks or the day before Thanksgiving off because it would take me three to four hours to get home. It was crazy, right? So maybe you need to Christmas shop and you're stressed out about, oh God, where's this money going to go? Do we have money for this Black Friday deal? Blah, blah, blah. Maybe your year end review is coming up and you have to finish this project to ensure that you get your good review and you get your raise and you get your holiday bonus. So of course, when you have all of these things on your plate, your to-do list is a mile long, you're going to feel overwhelmed. That's a totally natural feeling when we have a ton of stuff to do on our plate. So here's what I want you to do. You're going to stop, you're going to breathe, and you're going to take it one thing at a time. Can it really be that simple? Yes. So what I want to introduce you to, and this is another strategy that's going to be a part of the Stress Melting Toolkit, is a breathing technique called diaphragmatic breathing, aka belly breathing. So this is a beautiful practice that you can do, once again, very discreet. Nobody has to know that you're doing this. You can literally do this at the Thanksgiving table if somebody's stressing you out, but this is going to help you ground, and grounding is going to help. It feels like you get your feet back on the ground. It helps you feel more in control, right, and get you into a place where you're connecting in with yourself to where you're not stressing about the past. You're not worried about the future. You're just here in the now, present with yourself, calming yourself via the inside out, right? So diaphragmatic breathing is a very simple practice where all you do is you breathe in through your nose for two seconds, nice and slow, and you direct your breath into your belly, and then you breathe out through your mouth through pursed lips. So you can literally just make a small O and just, right, in through the nose, out through the mouth, right? So let's just pause and try this together right now. So just kind of ground into the current moment and breathe in through your nose for one, two, out through your mouth, one, two, three. Let's do it again. 
in, two, out, two, three. In, two, out, two, three. See how we just slowed things down? See how it was just a quick pause to just interrupt that stress cycle, to interrupt that overwhelm, to interrupt that dread and get you back into your body to keep you in control, right? So I think of anytime you have a racing mind and you go into your head and you start overthinking and now you're over explaining, you're over apologizing, you're overdoing it, you're overworking. When you're in your head, you're dead. So if you're in that point, we've got to stop, do your stress cleansing ritual that I offered you first, and then we're going to go back into your body. So your breath work is for the body. That's to release any of that unwanted feeling of overwhelm and that tightness and that resistance and that dread and that feeling of like you're suffocating no matter what you do, you can't escape that uncomfortable sensation. That's how you're going to release through your breath. Your breath is your life force. And if you feel out of control, if you're new to breath work, I want you to put your, your dominant hand, so whatever hand you write with, on your belly and the other hand on your heart. Because when you put your dominant hand on your belly, you're going to help to ground in and start to feel safe within your body. And then when you put your other hand on your heart, it's just going to be connecting with yourself. And that's going to create so much beautiful love in the moment. So this is about slowing things down. This is about getting you back into the present moment versus being stressed about everything that's got to happen in the future, all the things that have to be done, right? So when we get into this place where we start getting in control of our stress, this is going to be a beautiful way through allowing that stress and that overwhelm to process through you. And I want to warn you, for some of you who are feeling super overwhelmed or level 10 stress, tears might come and that is okay. When we breathe, it opens up the space for our body to release, right? So when tears come, this is your body releasing. This is you healing. I am a very deep believer that tears are medicine because every time we cry, we release oxytocin. That is the love hormone. And we also release endorphins that bring you back to a state of calm, that calm your parasympathetic nervous system, right? So when we get back into that parasympathetic state, we're stopping the stress response. Response. You're getting out of fight or flight. You're getting back into control. And I know for me, I grew up hearing, don't cry, right? And I think this is something all of us have heard, especially as women, right? We're told, oh, don't be too emotional. Then you might seem unstable. Oh, you're weak if you cry, right? And I think that saying don't cry is something we all need to stop saying. Because what that reinforces is the idea that crying is not okay, or that it's shameful, or it's something you should be embarrassed of, or it's something that makes you look weak, so we need to hide our tears, right? Like somebody once told me, strong women cry in the shower. It was an old boss. And I was like, fuck off. Like, if you're going to tell me that it is unsafe to cry in front of you right now, or you think I'm weak for crying, I now no longer feel safe in your presence, right? So I always tell my clients in session, if they start to, you know, if tears start to come up to honor them. And I always make a joke and I say, if they don't pay rent, kick them out, right? Like they're trying to come out, kick them out. You are releasing at the most deep and beautiful level when you cry. So give yourself permission to cry. I cry a lot. I make no apologies for crying. I have been shamed my whole entire life for being an emotional person. People have told me that I'm too sensitive. They've said, have a thicker skin. Oh, you need to, someone told me, suck it up, Marine. Really? Once again, fuck off. Crying is my go-to way of emoting. So whether I'm angry, I cry. I laugh, I cry. I'm sad, I cry. I cry a lot because my body, I'm a deep feeler and my body releases those feelings. So I honor every single tear because crying is a natural human response that we should never feel embarrassed of. Instead, we need to embrace this as a vehicle to create calm. So when you breathe, if you have a lot of stuff that you've never worked through, it is very normal for tears to come. 
because you're releasing. So honor that. And if it doesn't feel safe, if you don't feel safe crying in the presence of your family, if you are like me and you're shamed for crying, if you want to do that in private, that's okay. I know there have been many moments where I did not feel safe to cry in front of people. So I went to my car and I let those babies rip or I went to the bathroom and I just like got it out, you know, redid my makeup and walked out as soon as I was on the other side of that emotional release, right? So if you need to do that, that is okay. Honor those tears, allow them to come up. You are going to feel so much better on the other side of it. Okay. So that is self-care strategy. Number three is to breathe. So let's recap this. So our first strategy is we are going to bounce the stress out. So you're going to do your stress clearing ritual. You're going to bounce back any unwanted questions, and then you're going to bounce yourself out when you're in the presence of someone you don't want to share energy with. Then you are going to protect your time and energy through setting boundaries and saying no to things that you really want to say no to and honoring that no above the guilt, above the shaming that people are going to do, above all of that discomfort that comes along with saying no for the first time. And then you're going to breathe. You're going to breathe to get back into control and to allow yourself to release that overwhelm and that stress. So I find so many of us get into a place where we neglect our needs during the season. And then on top of it, we feel weak for having needs because we're supposed to do it all. We're supposed to carry the weight of the world. That's what we do as strong women, right? So then we tune out from our knees altogether, which causes us to go to the bottom of the list. I want to challenge you to put yourself at the top of your list this year because your well-being comes first. You cannot give to others from an empty cup. You cannot keep giving if your battery is dead. Like you charge your phone every day. Why are we not recharging ourselves, right? We can't keep running on fumes and expect to feel happiness and joy and like you're thriving through the holiday season because let's be real. When we get to the point of running on fumes, we're already in survival mode and that is what I am here to help you prevent. Nobody else can refill your cup for you. Nobody else is responsible for refilling your cup for you. You have to choose to put your oxygen mask on first, just like what they tell us to do on the plane. This has to be a conscious choice to pour into yourself, to give back to yourself. So apply these simple self-care strategies. I give you a lot to work with, right? Apply these in the moment to give yourself that stress melting recharge that you need. Don't overthink it, just apply it, right? Like this is how we start forming confidence. This is what I teach inside the CAN program. CAN stands for confident action now. We do not wait to start using our tools. We apply it in the moment. We feel the stress come in, we use a tool. That is how you help yourself feel the best you can in the moment. Okay. So apply these three strategies. You can do it discreetly. This is for you. Nobody even has to know that you're doing it. Okay. I want to leave you with one final invitation as we go into this week. This is Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Here they come, right? I'm sure if you're like me, you're already seeing a million ads for all these things that are starting to tempt you. And Amazon is coming in hot, telling you all the holiday shopping guides. You have, you know, just nonstop things that are in your face. And you're like, ooh. Are you feeling that too? I know I went down an Instagram little rabbit hole earlier looking at the gift guides for kids that are one years old. And I was like, okay, I don't need any of this. Micah just had his first birthday. He got thousands of dollars worth of stuff. I don't need any of this, right? So I want to invite you this holiday season, the shopping season, to put your money towards things that help you better yourself and enhance your life experience versus investing in things that are going to end up in a donation pile within the next year, right? Because I think for a lot of us, it's like, oh, I have to have that new latest gadget because it's on sale and it's 50% off, right? No, I want you to do something that is going to fill back into you, that is going to pour back into you, that is going to help you become your best self instead. So here are 10 ideas for you. First, take a course. I know, is it is it Udemy? 
Udemy? How do you pronounce that? I don't even know. It's U-D-E-M-Y. They have the most insane deals on courses. I have bought a few courses on there. I absolutely love it. It's like a beautiful way to just gift yourself knowledge. So let's say you want you want to learn a specific skill. Go on Udemy, if that's how you say it, Udemy, and <laughs> just type in what it is that you want to learn. There's going to be so many things for you to see, and it's very inexpensive, right? So take a course. The next thing, buy a self-help book. There's going to be a lot of Black Friday deals on books, right? So pour into yourself through offering yourself the gift of knowledge. Invest in a personal development program. So you'll also see a lot of coaches like me are putting out offers. A lot of healers, a lot of wellness practitioners, a lot of dietitians, a lot of fitness coaches are actually putting their stuff on sale this week. Invest in that, right? Hire the coach that you really want to work with. Don't delay it. Like for me, I'm running a Black Friday promo. I'm doing a self-care express session. It is literally 60 minutes for you to give yourself the care that you need. We're going to do a lot of fun self-care activations inside of it. It's $97. It's literally an hour for you. So if you want, instead of buying the gadget, come invest in yourself with me and do that. Book the trip that you've been desperately wanting to take. There's a lot of Black Friday specials on travel. Go on Cheap Caribbean. Go do a comparison on Skyscanner or Kayak. See if there's a flight, right? Just explore. And if you're open to travel dates, right? Just explore and see where the cheapest deal is and go do that. Invest in your life experience portfolio and make that richer. Buy a year of Insight Timer Premium. I invested in that three years ago, have not looked back since. It is something I absolutely love. There are so many free courses on there that you can learn from. Amazing meditations, amazing, you know, soundtracks for music. I absolutely love Insight Timer. It's one of my most valuable tools to create calm. You can start losing weight with Noom. So learn the psychology behind why you eat, right? I love that commercial where they talk about how your parents always told you, you've got to finish everything on your plate. There's people starving in other countries and that is why we're overweight, right? Just that one mindset shift alone can completely change when you start learning the mindset behind why you eat. So if they have a deal on Noom, invest in Noom. Commit to finally learning the language, right? Maybe you go on Babbel, maybe you go on any of the other language development sites that they have. Invest in learning a language. I know I speak conversational Spanish and Italian because I was working in Italy for so long. We go to Mexico all the time. I love being able to have a conversation with somebody in a different language. That is such a beautiful way that makes me feel absolutely confident in myself because there's never a point where I'm trapped in another country and I'm like, oh God, I don't know what to say. Unless I'm in Asia, I don't speak any Asian languages other than a few words in Mandarin. <laughs> okay, let's say you want to invest in healing. Join the Holistic Psychologist Health Self Healer Circle. I'm a member of that community. Absolutely love it. I don't know if registration is open right now, but save the money. Instead of buying a gadget, invest in that because that is a beautiful way to give yourself so many beautiful tools they do trainings all the time inside of there to help heal. A really beautiful way to heal is through that community. Another idea is take a class on breathwork or meditation. You can find so many opportunities for that to help give yourself tools to help yourself from within. That is where the secret sauce is, my friend. We keep trying to fix ourselves from the inside out or heal ourselves from the inside out, right? I shouldn't say fix because you're not broken. So don't subscribe to the lie that you need to look a certain way, that you need to do a certain thing, right? It's it's about working on yourself with from within. That is what I'm all about. I just did a live yesterday on Instagram about this post that I saw from the genius Carl Lowenthal. She is a coach and I actually discovered her when I was working at Estee Lauder. I typed in because I was commuting three to five hours a day there. So I was looking for a new podcast and I typed in, I think my brain is broken. <laughs> and so her podcast, which is called Unfuck Your Brain. If you've never listened to that podcast, ooh, it is gold. Go listen to it right now. But I, I discovered that podcast and it truly changed my life because I, before that, had never thought about becoming a coach. I'd always been into personal development, but never had a resource of what that could actually look like as a career. Just going into that podcast changed my whole entire life, right? So she 
she put up a post yesterday that I have to tell you about because it is absolutely genius. And I think that this is where so many of us get trapped in this idea that we can change, you know, or fix ourselves from the inside out and yada, yada. So she put up a post that said, hold on, let me find it. Confidence is not waiting for you at your goal weight. Oof. Okay. So what does that actually mean? For so many of us, we think that we're going to feel confident once we've achieved our goal. So once you've lost a certain amount of weight and you see that number on the scale, once you've gotten that promotion and make that certain amount of money and have that title that, you know, boosts your status, that's not how it works. It's not like somebody is standing there with a magic pill that offers you confidence at the finish line because A, there is no finish line and B, that's not how confidence works. Confidence is created via your thoughts, via your actions, right? So it all starts with your mindset. So if you're in a place where you're trying to to create the confidence from an achievement, it's always going to be putting you into a pattern of really seeking and you're never actually going to get there. So the way that she discovered that she describes this in her post, and I love the way that she says that is when you idolize an unrealistic picture of confidence, you'll always be disappointed in the end. Confidence is a thought pattern that comes from internal work in your brain, not external. This is a classic easier said than done scenario when you don't have the tools to start doing the internal work to create confidence. This is why I teach confidence from the inside out. Because once again, y'all have heard my story if you've been listening to me for a long time. I got into doing this work after I had been introduced with with Takara's podcast and it helped me come to a realization when I was working in the beauty industry that I had gotten into beauty after being bullied as a kid and I wanted to create makeup to help women feel beautiful and confident and good enough because that's how I felt as a kid. I found so much refuge in my mom's makeup drawer When I painted on my face, I felt like the most beautiful person. And I truly felt if I made those products for women, then that would solve the biggest problem in the world of helping women feel confident and good enough. And like they could love themselves when they looked in the mirror and that they would just be good enough and everybody would accept them. And after really seeing that, (laughs) that that's not how it works, right? The confidence is created from the inside out. Once I saw that and I truly learned that on a deep level, I couldn't spend another day in beauty empowering this lie that I had been selling you that you need these products to feel good enough. And when I really took a step back and realized how many times I'd sat at a boardroom table with men in suits, finding ways to monetize your insecurities, it then felt so ugly that morally I couldn't keep doing it. Instead, I embarked upon a mission in 2019 to help thousands of women create confidence from the inside out. And now four years later, that's exactly what I'm doing. So that is why I do the work that I do is because we have all been sold this lie of once you hit your goal weight, once you make this amount of money, once you have these certain material things, once you have this perfect partner, once you have this perfect life on Instagram, that then you'll feel confident. No, all we're doing is putting conditions on our confidence. And that is why instead of investing in another material thing, in another, you know, gym membership to try to lose the weight for the millionth time, right? Like, Invest in learning how to create the confidence from the inside out. That's what I teach people to do in the Inside the Can program because this is a skill that will serve you for the rest of your life, okay? So that is my invitation because these type of things that I just offered you, these ideas of working on yourself from the inside out offer such a higher ROI than spending on some flash sale on Amazon that once again is gonna end up going to Goodwill in a couple of years anyways. So that is my invitation to you as we enter the spending season <laughs> because there's a lot of times, guess what happens with my clients? We end up coaching on buyer's remorse and feeling all sorts of shame over overspending because we couldn't resist the temptation that Amazon was presenting us, right? Okay. So keep a lookout for my upcoming launch of the stress melting toolkit. Once again, send me a message on Instagram at your soul makeup today and say, give me my toolkit and I will send this to you as soon as it launches. All right, my beautiful friend, take care of yourself this week and we will be back next week to offer you more tips on how to make sure you are not having a stressful holiday season. Have a beautiful Thanksgiving. See you next week. 
Oh, hey, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this helps you, I would love for you to share the gift of confidence with a friend because this is how we all grow. So share this with your girls, a coworker, a fellow mama, or your fam on social media because we all need support in our confidence journey. So sharing can help us heal, feel better, and take steps to grow now. Also, I'd love if you would drop your rating in. Ratings and reviews help me so much more than you realize. And if you found yourself listening today and thinking, I need professional support, I would love to invite you to join the CAN program where I will teach you how to take confident action now. If increased confidence is what you want, this is multiple months of dedicated you time where we will do the deep work on you to create your most confident self, both personally and professionally. Because once you know how to generate the feeling of confidence from the inside out, the possibilities become endless and your results become inevitable. This is the most valuable investment you will ever making yourself. And I cannot wait to see who you become on the other side of doing this work on you. So visit me at soulmakeup.com to learn more or come be my bestie on Instagram. You can find me at your soul makeup. See you next time.